Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. W, capital F as in Fred, 1AQ. Are you out of work? Are you looking to make a lot of money on the Internet from the comfort of your home? I have consistently made over $30,000 every month for the past eight years. It's fun, it's easy, and beginners are desperately needed right now. Sign up today at www.goo.gl forward slash capital W, capital N, zero, lowercase x, lowercase u, the number nine and potentially make over $30,000 a month, just like I did. Again, the website address is www.goo.gl forward slash capital W, capital N, zero, lowercase x, lowercase u, number nine. I'm always looking for great new talk shows to listen to, and I found one. It's called The Mallard Report. From the far beyond to the close to home, you'll hear it all discussed on The Mallard Report with your host, Jim Mallard. The Mallard Report is a paranormal talk show which explores the backstory, the hidden story, and the things other hosts are afraid to discuss. From the secrets of the paranormal to Paula Dean to the government spying on us all, no topic is too taboo for Jim to ignore. The Mallard Report airs live every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Listen to The Mallard Report by going to to italkparanormal.com. That's the letter I, italkparanormal.com. When you visit italkparanormal.com, you can listen to the Mallard Report 24-7. italkparanormal.com, italkparanormal.com for the Mallard Report. Are you out of work? Are you looking to make a lot of money on the Internet from the comfort of your home? I have consistently made over $30,000 every month for the past eight years. I have received daily $900 payments, $1,800 payments, $3,000 payments, and even $10,000 payments. It's fun, it's easy, and beginners are desperately needed right now. Sign up today at www.pcmteambuilder.com forward slash coupon Joe and make potentially $30,000 a month just like I did. Again, the website address is www.pcmteambuilder.com forward slash coupon Joe. Somewhere over the rainbow lies a pot of gold that's sure to make your next fundraising event a huge success. Rainbow Dust, the innovative and exciting project that is a must-have for any fundraiser, is the hottest interactive candy product on the market today. Visit www.myrainbowdust.com to see how Rainbow Dust can add magic to your next function. Find out why kids will be standing in line for their turn at making their own delicious Rainbow Dust candy creation. Use the promo code RADIO2 to receive free ground shipping myrainbowdust.com let the magic begin great new marketing partner transmedia worldwide great new kickstarter campaign kickstarter.com search music playlist sharing app it's an amazing piece of business check out the great kickstarter campaign lots of rewards over there flexible funding and uh so much more music playlist sharing app Amazing things and intuitive and fast way to share playlists on your mobile. Transfer, pay, and recreate playlists at a click of a few buttons. It's a great Kickstarter campaign. Check it out today. A little black background to this great concept. Music is a big business. The accessibility of music, whether online or has unsurprisingly become a multi-billion dollar industry itself. It's growing every day. A few months back, this uh, Kickstarter.com friend was at a party. And uh, the music that was being played was not only to his taste, but he uh, also quite new to him. He liked it so much, he wanted to get the full playlist to take away. He searched online to see how he could do it and was shocked to see how incredibly difficult the seed was there. And it truly was planted. Kickstarter.com. K-I-C-K-S-T-A-R-T-E-R.com. Search Music Playlist Sharing App. Tell him you heard about it here on Transmedia Worldwide. Presenting Jiggy Jaguar. Oh, it's a hell of a deal today. <laughs> the world famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program 
on the air, coast to coast, and border to border on iHeartRadio. Tune in, Radio Loyalty. And, of course, our good friends at the Starcom Radio Network. Josh Bernstein with us today, and uh, he joins us here on the program. Now, Josh, uh, you have cause to celebrate today because you have been – you said when we had you back, when we first started having you on this program, this whole Bo Bergdahl situation was going to come back to bite the president, and uh, today you are now vindicated and you were correct the entire time. (laughs) <laughs> the truth shall set us free and lock up and incarcerate Mr. Bergdahl, hopefully for life. Uh, yeah, you are absolutely correct. When, when, the fir- when the story first came out, look, all you really had to do was take one look at him, look at his father, and look at that disgusting display in our Rose Garden that, uh, that transpired there that day. Uh, and that's really all you needed to know. But obviously, I did my research and found out a lot more about it because I wanted to know exactly who this person was, why they were releasing him, and for the collateral damage that it could have potentially have done by releasing these five hardcore Taliban members, uh, I just thought was just ridiculous. And so I wanted to do my research on it. Well, apparently through my research, um, I have found that uh, Bergdahl... His YouTube channel in particular was really, really incriminating. Under his favorites, he had speeches by the confirmed terrorist and iteration for Major Nadal Hassan, a.k.a. the Fort Hood shooter, uh, Anwar al-Awakti. Another one was in, in his favorites was a lecture from Mufti Ismail Mink, who was also a favorite of Dozakar Tsarnev, if I'm pronouncing that right, one of the Boston bombing brothers. And Bergdahl also subscribed to Al Gorabaya Media, which is a very violent jihadi YouTube channel that features speeches routinely from Osama bin Laden. So, look, there's a lot of evidence here that this was not a situation in which this was an American being held captive. It may have been at one point, but I don't even believe that, because we know now that he's being brought up on these charges of desertion that this was not a situation where he just was kidnapped and taken. He actually left. And uh, I believe that the evidence is going to show that. Hopefully he will be convicted. Uh, If he faces the death penalty, so be it. But more importantly, what I've mentioned in the past is that this could be finally the catalyst to bring down the Obama administration and the president in particular, because he is found guilty um, under the uh, spoils of war then he could be found guilty under that for treason. And I believe I have the exact information as far as the subsets and everything. USCS 2204 Title 50, the spoils of war. And what that states clearly is that, let's see, I got it right here, that he is aiding and abetting the enemy which obviously he would be doing because of that. And it states that anyone who owes an allegiance to the United States levies war against them or adheres to their enemies, giving them aid and comfort within the United States or elsewhere is guilty of treason, which if convicted shall suffer imprisonment no less than five years, fines no less than $10,000, and possibly could even be put to death. Yeah, because I remember back in the day, if you were you were convicted of treason, they shot your ass. <laughs> you know what? They did. I mean, you know, treason hasn't been used that much. I mean, obviously, obviously I think the first one that comes to mind is probably Tokyo Rose, you know, yeah. uh, doing the uh, propaganda, you know, uh, back then. And I think, you know, maybe Robert Henry Best, uh, one of the first radical leftists, by the way, in the media. He was a Columbia University graduate, uh, and in 1922 he wrote for the New York Times, no surprise there, Chicago uh, (laughs) Daily News and Newsweek, and he was convicted of treason, actually, for writing sympathetic columns about Nazi Germany. So, you know, I joked on my show, I said, heck, you know, 90% of the media could be arrested for treason in the year 2015 if they're going by that. If so, we're gonna, if we're um, gonna read the, if we're gonna read the law, that you're, you're right. 
Right, exactly. And then, you know, also look at the Constitution. I mean, Article 3, Section 3, quote, treason against the United States shall consist of levying war against its citizens or aiding and abetting the enemy. There's the, uh, you know, the Cliff Notes version of it, if you will. So, look, if, if the Republicans do what they're supposed to do, and for that matter, the military and everybody else involved, the problem is that the Justice Department, are they going to you know, do this? Are they going to, you know, go against the president? And I don't know. That's going to be the question is how can we do this? Can we get an independent panel? Can we get someone independent of the government? We can't have a situation where Holder's investigating Holder like he said he was going to do, you know, for the, for the AP scandal. I mean, it's ridiculous. If we can get an independent in there that can do the investigation, look, find him guilty of, uh, of treason and criminal charges against America, well, you don't have to worry about impeachment because, you know, it'll be the next step. Now, Josh Bernstein joins us today. You can uh, listen to him each and every week on, uh, on the radio. And, uh, Josh, uh, what, what else were you talking about on the, on the big program recently? Well, basically on the big program, uh, you know, I'm going to be getting ready to go uh, next week to uh, West Virginia to represent AMAC, which I'm very, very excited to be able to do. They're going to do a panel uh, on Social Security and, and Medicare and, and health care for seniors. Uh, and if people want to know a little bit more about AMAC, they can go to www.amac.com. U.S. That's amac.us. It's only $16 a year to join. We are a conservative alternative to groups like AARP. And uh, you can also reach them at 888-262-2006. So I'm getting excited because I'm going to be uh, on a panel. Um, there's going to be a representative, of course, from AARP on the panel, myself. Uh, and it is being hosted by, I believe, David McKinley, who is the uh, first district of West Virginia Congress. That's so, awesome. Uh, I'm excited about doing that. Now, uh, what 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 are they gonna what are they gonna be discussing with, with this panel? This sounds interesting. Well, basically, just discussing you know uh, healthcare in general. Um, you know what we can do to save Social Security. What we can do to uh, increase seniors' ability to get accessible health care that is not government run and uh, and limiting their freedoms. Uh, I'm sure that we'll talk about, you know, uh, the, you know, insolvency, if you will, of Social Security and the fact that we actually have to roll up our sleeves and, and help figure out a way to save it. Obviously, AMAC certain ways uh, to do that by, you know, raising age and, and making sure that, uh, you know, the people that are already in the program are kind of grandfathered in. Uh, and you know, there's a lot of a lot of issues that we're going to be talking about, and there's going to be some things that, you know, are going to be obviously very conservative uh, based and common sense initiatives that we will put forward, and uh, have a great discussion about it all. Awesome stuff. Well, Josh, I always appreciate your candor and your time, and uh, thanks for coming on today and talking about Bo Bergdahl, and then we will uh, we'll meet up next week, my friend. You got it. Thank you much. Looking forward to it. Definitely. Check out Josh Bernstein on the radio. We post all of his links on our website at cheekycheekwire.com. We're taking a break. IQ Rizzoli, Roger Colley on the way. Fantastic marketing partners at Transmedia Worldwide. Great new author out there, Benjamin Card. 
What would you do if the person you loved most was brainwashed to love someone else? In Benjamin Card's debut book, The Courting, every female on Earth has been hypnotized by an invisible entity in the sky. And now, one man must figure out a way to get his wife back before it's too late. Hellnotes.com calls this book delightfully strange and psychotic. The Courting is available now on Amazon and BarnesandNoble.com. Instagram, Benjamin Card. Fantastic new marketing partner of Transmedia Worldwide, Blue Shift. Oh yeah, it's a great Indiegogo campaign. Check it out today. Blue Shift, the animated film. I-N-D-I-E-G-O-G-O dot com. It's an amazing piece of business. They're raising funds to complete production on a fantastic, fantastic new animated venture called Blue Shift, a Starfall Chronicle. They're raising funds to complete the production on an animated film based on the story Blue Shift. Check it out today. Amazing, amazing stuff. Blue Shift, the animated film. This comes from Burbank, California. They need this by May 5th, so let's help them out today. Go to INDIEGOGO.com. Search Blue Shift, the animated film, and tell them you heard about it here on Transmedia Worldwide. As a business owner, you know that cash flow management is important. You need to monitor your profit margins and your expenses. Cashflow Mojo Software is a cash flow management tool made especially for small to medium-sized business owners like you to help you manage the cash flow of your business. When money comes into your business each week, the software will help you set up a budget, set aside money to pay bills, buy inventory, pay taxes, health care costs, whatever your budget needs are, and most importantly, pay yourself, which is something we business owners forget about all too often. Having a basic understanding of the difference between accounting and cash flow management is key when running a business. One has to do with keeping records of your money, and the other has to do with how you use it. Cashflow Mojo software helps you decide how to portion the money correctly to manage the growth and profits of your business. Check it out today at CashflowMojoSoftware.com. A 30-day trial is just $9.99, and there's no contract needed. This software tool will get your business finances on the right track. CashflowMojoSoftware.com. Same. You're dangerous. I got this crush. 
Fun, fun afternoon. It's hour number three of the world-famous Chiggy Jaguar radio program, coast-to-coast, to border to border on the Starcom Radio Network. Also, tune in, iHeartRadio and Radio Loyalty. Of course, as always, each and every Wednesday, we bring you our good, close, personal, longtime friend, Mr. IQ Al Rizzoli, and you can get more information on uh, the website, www. A-L-Rizzoli, and Rizzoli is spelled R-A-S-S-O-O-L-I.com. And um, IQ is with us today. We're also being joined by Roger Colley, who is uh, the main man over at TruthfulMyths.com, TruthfulMyths.com, and uh, he is with us. We've uh, we've got both of these guys on the telephone. First of all, Roger, um, welcome to the program. How are you, sir? Thank you. I'm fine. And uh, IQ, thank th- thank you, sir, for joining us today. How are you? My pleasure. I'm fine. <laughs> also, thank you. Well, well, let's do this. Um, IQ, start us off, my friend. Um, let the, the big news today, of course, is uh, Bo Bergdahl. He is that uh, they're they're talking treason charges now for President Obama. Um, give us your thoughts on this, IQ. How can he be treasonous? Come on. <laughs> Your president said that he was a hero. <laughs> and because he was a hero, he exchanged him for five of the top Taliban commanders, not just schoolboys, <laughs> commanders. No, no, he can't be a, a deserter, sorry. Uh, I think the somebody is wrong somewhere. <laughs> Only Obama is right. Everybody else is wrong. <laughs> I'm glad you're laughing. <laughs> I'm glad we're laughing. I mean, because I will, I'm going to go on a, on a shouting match. Where should I begin when it comes to the Muslim faith and the chief in We got an hour, IQ. <laughs> that's that's okay. where you start. How much more damage? I want to know how much more damage, insult to their intelligence and their liberties, does Barack Hussein Obama have to cause to those to this great republic and the American people before they get mad angry at him. When will your elected leaders get their backbone and impeach Barack Hussein Obama for at least five acts of criminality, starting with Benghazi? Have most of the American people become immune to logic, rational thinking, decency, and pain? How many more lies made up with malice aforethought does Obama have to deceive the American people with before he is removed from office. Listen, <laughs> can anybody answer of this, some of my questions? Anybody listening to me? Please, I need help. I will. I will. I will. Let me try to answer that. I think <laughs> Jump the in there, Roger. <laughs> yeah, sure. I think the problem is that fifty percent of our population do not read the news or listen to the news. They're watching television, but not the news. So I think part of the problem is 
the 50% that will just go along with the Obama-type thinking aren't up to date on the facts, as you are, or at least half the population that would be up on the facts. And that's the answer, I think, to your question, why you asked people to rise up and fight this. It's because half of them don't know any better, sadly to say. But, Roger, the other half who are listening to the news, the news media are deceiving them. Left, right, and center. They are deceiving them. They are the, it is the news media who are protecting the Muslims. It is the news media who have been protecting Obama from the year before he was even elected. It was the news media who glossed over the fact that in his radio and television interview with George Stephanopoulos, when he said, I am glad John McCain did not approach my, the subject of my Islamic faith. It was a Freudian slip of the tongue. Islamic faith, and of course, Stephanopoulos said Christian. The other guy changed to Christian. My question is simple. If he was a Christian, why would he be worried about McCain addressing his religion? Uh, McCain is also Christian. It was Obama. In one of his trips, he said to 57 57 states and two more to go. How is it conceivable for any American above the age of 12, educated in America in the highest universities, and as a senator, not not only 50 states in the United States of America? 57 states, because there are 57 Muslim-majority states in the United Nations. Another slip of the tongue. And again, the news media covered it up. The enemy of America is our Obama and the news media. Roger. I'm glad you agree with me. Yep. Of course, somebody agrees with me. <laughs> Roger. You are correct. You are correct on that. Now, uh, now, Roger, kind of uh, ed- educate us a little bit about your books here, because I, I, I mentioned, uh, I, I, I sent an email over to IQ to uh, to check your books out, but uh, give give us a little bit of an education here on your books, and then we'll we'll bat it around here and talk about your books for a little bit. Well, I guess it starts with the fact that there are certain things that bother me that are of national importance. And uh, how can I do something about it? There are dozens and dozens of think tanks, well-paid, intelligent people writing all the time. They provide guidance to our government. Uh, I thought the form of a novel and catch some attention. The first one that I wrote four years ago was Global Warming. I have worked, I'm not a scientist, but I've worked with world-class scientists my entire life. And my son's a very excellent scientist, and, and we agree Science is never done. And when the majority of these climate scientists get together and say the science is done, temperature is going up as primarily due to man's burning of fossil fuels, and that the science is done, I, I just jumped at that and said, that just can't be. There's no way. So I wrote a very, very extravagant novel where we have a very abrupt global warming, and that it reverses itself, because the truth is we really don't know what's ahead for, for the planet, and that we need better science, more intelligent science, more rational thinking. And the problem is it's gotten very political, even to the extent that side, even a few very wealthy people, billionaires like Bill Gates, Michael Bloomberg, have been convinced of the, of the Al Gore argument Gore got most of his thoughts from Columbia University, uh, far left thinking, from a climatologist who said the world's coming to an end. And Al worked up on that theme. And unfortunately, there are just too many intelligent people that believed it. It's funny, the last uh, couple of years, I think things are changing a little bit. There is more rational thought. Uh, we have a Republican Congress now that's going to slow this thing down. And, um, and I think there'll be more rationality to it. So that got me off to, to what, what I'm now in this trilogy of coming up with another uh, factor, which I think is of great national importance. It's not something we should be thinking about all the time. I mean, we, we, have, to, we have to have our comedy and we have to have our wine and our life. But in 2001, 9-11-2001, we taxpayers were paying the National Intelligence Agency $40 billion dollars a year, $40 billion a year, to protect us uh, from, from uh, foreign attacks. And here, for years, airplanes had been stolen, hijacked, 
1993, the bad guys took a truck into the World Trade Center, tried to blow up the World Trade Center. It didn't work, but they said they would be back. So if I'm a CIA analyst or a national defense analyst, why would I not be thinking, since airplanes can be hijacked, since these guys want to come back again, why in the world would I not think about it? It's not up for the three of us or your audience to think about it, but someone should be thinking about it. So that really bothered me. How do we protect ourselves against another 9-11? So I got into this novel. Yeah, I exaggerate, but these things could actually happen. Uh, it's public information that our Defense Department has admitted we are defenseless against an electromagnetic pulse bomb. Russia and the United States exploded about a dozen of them back in the 1960s out over the ocean. They didn't do a lot of damage over the ocean. There's nothing there. But they tested them. They knew they worked. North Korea now has them. China has them. And if you, if you explode an atomic bomb, 250 miles above Kansas. That, the gamma rays from that nuclear bomb will come down into our atmosphere and completely disturb our electromagnetic spectrum where all our communications take place. The gamma rays will knock ions off, electrons off of 99% of our atmosphere, which is nitrogen and oxygen. And with that change in our radiation, communications, which is happening through radio waves and microwaves, stops. And they could also possibly, the pulse could also possibly destroy our satellites up there. The pulse then comes down to the ground and it sends a shockwave through our entire electrical grid. It knocks out transformers or blows them up. It destroys semiconductors and connectors and could shut down our entire electrical grid in the United States. Our Defense Department knows about this. The public doesn't think that, nor should they. But my concern and fear audience is, is our government, our federal government, doing enough to protect us against that type of threat? And I don't think so. Uh, there is, there, should I go on here a second? Actually, we're going we're gonna to take a break, and then, right. we, and then we come All back. Right. I'm going to get uh, IQ's thoughts on, on, on this incredible right. book you've got in three days. It's the second book in the Roger Colley Truthful Myths series. We've got more coming up with IQ Hours Only and author Roger Colley back here in a few moments on the program. tell you about one of our fantastic new marketing partners at Transmedia Worldwide. Kelly is with us. She's the owner and CEO of Shabby Roses Incorporated. Check out www.shabbyroses.com. Oh, yeah. They're dialing in here because they love Shabby Roses. Shabby Roses is an accredited Better Business Bureau e-commerce company that offers a wide selection of beautifully eclectic, shabby chic, French country, and cottage romantic home decor and fine home furnishings. They provide... Free shipping on everything store-wide, anywhere within the continental U.S., and we also provide customer service that is world-class. The website is ShabbyRoses.com. Check it out today. It's ShabbyRoses.com. For the people in the cheap seats in the back, we're going to spell it for you. S-H-A-B-B-Y-R-O-S-E-S.com. ShabbyRoses.com. And tell them you heard about it here on Transmedia Worldwide. It's a Minute Report for America. The contentious debate over the Federal Communications Commission's move to regulate the Internet is part of a comprehensive problem that is changing the very nature of government in the United States. Internet regulation is an extremely important issue, with core constitutional questions embedded in it. Why, then, is the forum for this debate being held within the confines of a bureaucracy, rather than among the elected representatives of the people. Increasingly, key decisions affecting the daily lives of Americans are being made not in the halls of Congress as intended by the Constitution, but by unelected and relatively unknown bureaucratic bodies. According to the Cato Institute, in the 125 years since Congress created the first regulatory agency, the number of agencies and the scope and reach of the regulations they issue have increased dramatically. 
In 2014, there were over 70 federal regulatory agencies employing over 300,000 people to write and implement regulation. Every year they issue thousands of new regulations which now occupy over 168,000 pages of regulatory code. In their scope, impact, and subject matter, the actions of federal bureaucracies have the effect and force of law over the general population. It is time that these key decisions were returned to the forum intended and mandated by the Constitution, the Congress. I'm Frank Fernicio. Read more at usagovpolicy.com. Welcome to the world-famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program. Back here with best-selling author Roger Colley and IQ Al-Rizzoli. Each and every Wednesday, we, we chat with IQ and a special guest, and this week we've got Roger Colley with us today. Now, Roger, this, um, this, this second novel that you've got is some scary, scary stuff. Um, you, you were, you were talking before our break, pick it up there. And then I want to get IQ's thoughts on, uh, on if, if these books could actually take place, go ahead and jump in there, Roger. I, I only told you half a story and that is about an EMP attack, electromagnetic pulse bombs. The federal government does have a commission quote commission to assess the threat to the United States from an EMP attack commission to assess. Who knows what they're really doing about it? Secondly, the second part of my novel is that after the bad guys explode this bomb and shut down our electrical grid communications, they genetically near the, so it can be spread airborne. Right now it can only be spread by touching bodily fluids. But today, today's science with genetic engineering, it's not unreasonable to think that terrorists could manipulate that virus so it could be spread airborne and that's the second part of the attack attacks take place in the very beginning of the novel and really the thrust of the novel is how do we survive through that uh, i don't think these are unreasonable um, events they they are possible uh with with a forward thinking with someone who's got the money and the will to it with uh, six billion people in the world it only takes a few to put something like this together so my question is, is our government doing everything they should be doing to protect us? And I doubt it. The CDC, which we spend $11 billion a year of taxpayers' money on our federal uh, center for disease center, they have a big lab in Atlanta with about 10 other labs around the country. They do have a little unit, quote, that's called the uh, Bioterrorism Preparedness and Response Program. It's doing very little. In the case of the Ebola virus, the reason why it's so deadly is because the human body is very slow in building antibodies to stop the virus, as opposed to the way we do with a common cold or flu. And that's why it's so deadly in Africa. Let me just quote Tom Frieden, who is the director of the CDC, and he's been on TV a lot. He meant, uh, quote, there's really no scenario that we end up with a widespread outbreak of Ebola in the U.S. It's just not in the cards. He put a comma around that. He says, other than through a mutation, which is downplayed by him and other scientists. But that's the whole point. Viruses mutate all the time. They jump from birds and animals to man all the time. And this certainly could happen. Hopefully it won't happen, but it could happen. And it could happen through... Engineering of some. That's that's the thrust of my novel, and my my goal here is is getting to uh, government people and uh, the American public that our government has to do more to protect us. So that's the thrust of of the story. Now now IQ, do you, do you think that uh, that that these things could could happen? Ebola basically being reverse engineered and and the electromagnetic. Uh, the, the 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 pulse bomb that he mentioned because uh, that 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 could at least to me sound like it could happen. But do you think that uh, the the Islamic uh, as they call them the Islamic terrorists? Uh, <laughs> do you think they could figure this out? I can. Roger is right, one hundred percent. It's not unreasonable 
to think the way he's thinking, and I agree with him. And I'll tell you something else. Although I'm not in America, I have not researched it the way Roger has researched it, I don't think the American government is doing much about it. $40 billion, he said, for the Homeland Security and security, and you have 19 people use two planes and destroy the Twin Towers. And the reason, and the only reason, that these people were able to do so was because the American aviation uh, people did not copy what the Israelis did. Israeli aircraft, you cannot go in the cockpit of the aircraft. It is sealed. It is hermetically sealed. And they are trained in such a way that if there is an act of terror, that the pilot will turn this tra the plane upside down. Did you know that? Really? Yeah. That's wow. exactly how they would do it. Now, if, it's, if you cannot get into the cockpit, they could not have taken over the aircraft. But American aviation was too arrogant, too complacent to think that anything could happen to them. It always starts with the Israelis. And if they don't understand and learn from what the Israelis are suffering, you suffer. And that's exactly what happens every single time. All acts of terror of aircraft hijacking started with the Israelis. And then everybody was a poo, 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 and then it started with Europeans, and then with the Americans. You've got to understand the first line of defense in the Middle East against terror is Israel. And if you don't learn from what the Israelis are learning, then you will, not, you will fail. And Roger is right. The EMP, the, the, the magnetic pulse bomb, everybody is trying to get it. And everybody is refining it. And it is destructive. If it really works, when it really works, aircraft could be flying down and over the bloody place, crashing into the earth. Because there would be no control. And the grid system would collapse. People who are living on the Anything above the second and no, anything above the fifth floor will have a problem. They have to come down all 100 floors or 20 floors or 50 floors, and water will not, not be able to be pumped all the way to the top floors. You will have civil catastrophe. No, Roger is right. But I do not think our gov your government is doing anything. Look at what your government is not doing. You have the southern border with tens of thousands of illegals, and nobody is doing anything about it to protect it. And on top of that, Obama is importing tens of thousands of Somalis into the heartland of America. These are Muslims. No Muslim. No believing Muslim. I'm going to repeat it again. No believing Muslim can ever be loyal to the American Constitution because the American Constitution is not made Sharia compliant. Nor can any believing Muslim be loyal to the American people who are not Muslims, and that's 97% of the American people. Sue me. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Now, uh, now, 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 Roger. Roger um, we are reading the same. We are reading the same. See, this this is the thing. You guys are, are, are in agreement on this. You don't need to be this. a genius to figure it out. You don't need to be a genius. You don't need to be Einstein to realize that yep. these things will happen the way you said they will happen. They are going to happen. There is no, no question about it. None. I agree with you. Now, now, Roger, kind of, kind of, pick up on some of IQ's points here with uh, with the border and things like that. Well, he's right. Now, in my book, uh, I tried not to make this religion. Uh, I, I was very fascinated by seeing Yersi uh, Ali come out with her book and get on TV so much the last few days, Reformation, uh, that there's way too much violence in the core of parts of the religion. And, and what IQ is saying here is 100% correct. Um, the terrorists, to exaggerate, the, the terrorists in my novel are those who picked up on a quote many years ago, I forget who it was by, a couple hundred years ago, that the only way to stop man's violence is to kill everybody. Sounds a little extreme. But that was a piece of philosophy that uh, carried down. The only way to stop man's violence is to kill everybody. So these guys, one, one is, uh, one's a Parisian, 
and and one is Iranian, and they, they are so dissatisfied with all the violence in the world, and we, we talk about the continuing violence. They're disgusted with all the violence, so they change gears, and they decide the Parisian is a very wealthy banker. He steals all he steals billions of dollars from Swiss bank accounts, and so he's able to buy this atom bomb from Pakistan. You know, Pakistan. Uh, and I'm sure IQ knows this, has 28 sites where they store their atom bombs, all over Pakistan, 28 sites. Now, who's protecting that? So he, he, he actually buys an atom bomb from Pakistan and a missile, puts the missile in northern Mexico and fires this atom bomb so it explodes over uh, uh, Kansas, of all places. It is a fact that if you explode an atom bomb of one megaton bomb uh, over Kansas, 250 miles up, uh, you will encircle the entire United States with that pulse. That's been pretty scientifically shown. Um, but my guys, it's a point of trying to wipe out Americans is their, is their motive. They just want to destroy Americans. They think America is the bad guy. Like IQ says, we should learn from the Israelis how to protect ourselves, and we don't. And, and, again, my fear is our government is not doing enough, despite these studies and these committees and these task forces to study. Uh, I don't see that they're implementing any concrete steps. So that's my fear, and uh, that's what I'd like to try to do something about, is uh, see if we can't step the government effort up. Well, IQ is is not there easy. is is there a possibility that you can that 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 a uh that 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 can't can be stepped up roger mentioned it's not going to be easy though for as long as obama is in power america is desperately in need of change i am advocating right right uh, i am literally advocating because i do not believe that the american people are have who have been dumbed down so badly that they're going to stand up and be counted i do not believe that congress can be depended upon to be counted. The only people today who can save the republic are the military. I know it sounds outrageous, but it isn't outrageous. It is more realistic than anything else I can think of. Yeah. Only the military can save Allah the United States Egypt. of America today. Only yeah. the military. Roger, like what happened yeah. in Egypt. Allah exactly. Egypt, then. Yes. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yes, why not? Why not? The Muslim Brotherhood is... In seven years, Obama has destroyed the United States of America. In seven years, there is not a single leader in the world today who trusts America. By the way, I don't know if you noticed, India, South Korea, and Japan are meeting with the Chinese to resolve their problems. Not with America. They are sidestepping America. They're yeah. going directly to the Chinese colossus, not America. They don't trust Obama. They don't trust this organization, yeah. this administration. Not a single Arab or Muslim country trusts Obama. They use him only as a stooge. He's a Muslim. And he has been supporting Islam since before he moved into the White House. It was he who said, if... The tide turns towards the Muslims, against the Muslims, I'm with them. He said it in his book. I didn't say that. It is he, the only man in the world, who said to the United Nations that anyone who insults the prophet of Islam has no future. No leader in Islam ever said it. Obama did. He's a Muslim. I've always said it. I will never change well, my mind. Teach, not because teach, I'm not yeah, of changing my teach mind. Teach me something, IQ. Why, why is it, I, I, I understand what you're saying, I agree with it, but why is it that the that, that radical Muslims hate America so much if really they theoretically hate all non-Muslims? Why are they not attacking China and Russia the way they're out to attack us? Why is that? Oh, they are attacking China and Russia. No, they are. Roger, two things, please, with all due respect. There is no thing as a radical Muslim, no such thing as a militant Muslim, no such thing as a moderate Muslim. These are only created status in the mind of the West. As Erdogan, Prime Minister and President, he said to the Western leaders in Europe, he said, 
What the hell are you talking about? This bullcrap about radical Muslim, extremist Muslim. Islam is Islam. There are only two types in the, Muslim, in the world. Either you are a fundamentalist Muslim or you are a kafir. There is nothing, no other shades in between. They don't hate America, by the way. It's not only America, for God's sake. They hate the Jews. They hate the Christians. Okay. They hate the Buddhists. They hate the Hindus. They hate anybody who's Muslim. We've got to understand this. It's so important that the leaders in the West understand this. The trouble is, we have comatose leaders. We have criminally negligent leaders in the West who keep telling us, oh, this is peaceful Islam. There is nothing peaceful about Islam. Why? Because 1,400 years ago, Muhammad declared total war against all human beings who do not believe in him as Rasulullah, means the messenger of Allah. Full stop. This book about peaceful Islam. There is nothing peaceful. 99.9999% of all of acts of terror today against infidels are committed by Muslims. Not by starving Africans, not by starving Latin Americans by Muslims from all over the world. So let's call a spade a spade. Me, when you look at me in the spectrum of left or right, I'm in the extra, in the, what do you call X-ray division. <laughs> I call the spade a spade. They don't like it, they can lump it. <laughs> I call Obama for what he is, he's a mulatto. He is a Muslim, treacherous mulatto. Sue me. Well, how do we change it? I know, I know Americans cannot say these things that I can say. I know. But I say it because I love America. I say it because I believe in the exceptionalism of America. I believe that without America, the whole West is gone. The whole freedom of the world is gone. I don't agree with those who speak about America as only bad. Really? World War One, America saved the West. World War Two. America saved the West. The Soviet Union, right. America saved the world. So, right. please, I don't want anybody to educate me about America. I know more about the Constitution than most Americans. Why? Because I believe in the Constitution. I believe of the preamble to the Constitution. It says, we the people, not we Obama, not we Congress, we the people. The trouble is, today, and for the last 30, 40 years, the American people have been dumbed down. Your education system is beneath contempt. I mean it, beneath contempt. Graduates from University of the United States of America are equal to graduates from high school in Japan. Don't take my word for it. These are the results coming from the American institutions. Google them. I never lie. I don't have to. I never exaggerate. I don't have to. Why? Because the truth is infinitely more destructive than any lies I can create. The truth. Truth is divine. And because it is divine, it is always simple. Always simple. You look at the room, room is filled with the elephant, and they tell you the elephant is not there. Islam is the enemy of every human being on the planet. Full stop. Call it the way it is. CARE, C-A-I-R, Council of American Islamic Relations. They're not American, they're anti-American. I don't care how they talk about in the American language. They are traitors to America. They have been and they will always be. And what did Obama do? He elected six or seven top level. They called them devout Muslims. The New York Times, I remember reading it. They called them devout Muslims, the idiots in the New York Times. If he is a devout Muslim, he is Sharia compliant. If he's Sharia compliant, he can never be loyal to the American Constitution. Full stop. I'm sorry I go on and on and on. No, but no. But it hurts me to see <laughs> Americans not waking up, not waking up. See all the destruction all over the world by Islam, and they are in denial. They're in denial. Roger, you are right. What you are saying that will happen in the future, it will happen exactly as you said. That's a tragedy. Well, can I add, a, can, can I add a point? Can yes. I, point? I, I jump in I, there. I'd like to think that I'd like to think the cup is half full somehow. About six years ago, I, I wrote a little booklet, "Why Man Still Calls Man," and five ways for stopping it. I sent it to uh, the president of China, stage George at that time, the president of Russia, 
and to Ban Ki-moon, the Secretary General of the UN. I received acknowledgement that their offices received it, but absolutely there's no way those leaders would ever read something coming from a stranger. So I never it got there. Uh, when Bush went out of office and she went out to Stanford to teach, and she had been, you know, our Secretary of State, I sent the booklet to her, and she was the only one that was kind, and she wrote me a long letter. And she said, Dear Roger, in, in almost every country, whether it's democracy or not, there are only three people that make all the decisions. And, and if I accept what she says, uh, this is going to be very difficult to make change. That means Valerie Jarrett and Barack Obama and their ideology controls the United States right now. But in my, in my booklet, what I thought could happen is that Russia, China, and the United States, the three largest military powers in the world, could come together and admit that it's in their best interest. It's to their advantage to have, in a military sense, in an economic sense, be real competitors, truly competitors economically. But in a military sense, that the three nations could get together and form, instead of this ridiculous UN peacekeeping force, which is worthless, these three countries could form a force and, and enforce uh, a peace between the Palestinians and Israelis and, and Iran's expansion. And who could defeat a force like that? Nobody. Because it is going to take a military force while uh, Islam goes through some type of reformation, as you said, IQ, that 99% of them believe in Sharia law and the original teachings of Muhammad. And, and that has to be reformed, like the Christian church was reformed 500 years ago when they were fighting Christians versus Protestants in Europe 500 years ago. It actually reformed itself, and it's fairly peaceful other than Northern Ireland right now. That has to happen. It has no, to happen through... Roger. Right? Sorry, Roger. Roger, you can't reform Islam. Islam is not like Christianity. It. You've got to understand something. It's very important. No well, way we will any human being find a single verse in the New Testament or in Gospels inciting the followers of Jesus to murder those who are not. There are 100 verses in the Quran plus hundreds of verses in Hadith where every verse incites the followers of Muhammad to plunder, to subjugate, or to exterminate non-Muslims. Huge difference. You cannot reform Islam. And Hershey Ali is wrong. You cannot reform Islam. Because the minute somebody is reformed Muslim, Muslim anymore. He's an apostate. I know it sounds right. unbelievable, but it's true. It's true. Unfortunately, it is true. Who said so? Al-Qardawi. Have you heard the name of Al-Qardawi? Qardawi is a spiritual leader, one of the foremost authorities on Sunni Islam the spiritual leader of the Muslim Brotherhood. He was interviewed by Saudi, by Saudi television only a few weeks ago. It's on YouTube, by the way. Again, it's on YouTube. He, they were discussing apostasy and the punishment. He, Al-Qardawi said, in reply, he said, had it not been mandated in the Quran that anyone who leaves Islam should be killed, there would have been no Islam. I didn't say that. He said, that means Islam thrives only on terror. By the way, in the, in the Hadith, Muhammad says, I have been made victorious through terror. Arrest my case. Yep. Amazing. I know well, if you're 100% correct, how do, we do, how do we do something about it? How do we do something about it? This is the beauty of it. It is simple. We quarantine them. We quarantine Islam. What do I mean by quarantine? Any Muslim in the United States of America. First of all, I know it sounds outrageous. I know it sounds draconian, but it's a fact. You close every single mosque. Why? What do they teach them in the mosque? Quran. What does the Quran tell the followers of Muhammad to do? It's to subvert America and Americans. To hate America and Americans. Do you know, in the West, in England especially, they found that every single which is a religious school of Islam, teaches the young little kids to hate the British people. These are not my words. These are the results of investigations. Another thing, they found out that hundreds of 
thousands of white Christian girls in England have been used for sex slavery by Muslims for the last 14 years. The government knew about it, the British government. The councils knew about it. The police knew about it. But they didn't say anything because they didn't want to be called Islamophobic or racist. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.